Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with my friend Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? Hey, buddy. Well, listen, I got a good one for you today, and I really, I'm going to put the five-minute timer on you, so if you can do this. The <laughs> Trinity, shoot. that's what we want to talk about. Oh, five yeah. minutes on the Trinity. What is the Trinity? All right, start me now, because it's already 30 all seconds right, into right. it, so here we go. Uh, a couple things. First of all, the word Trinity is not in your Bible, which is confusing to some people, okay? The word Trinity that we use is a label that we put on that which describes what is clearly in the Bible. If there is no Trinitarian view of Christendom, then the Bible is false because the Bible claims that there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. And it says the Son is not the Father, the Son is not the Spirit, the Spirit is not the Son, and the Spirit is not the Father. They are all distinct. And so here's something that people should know, and this will help you. There are three things that you need to hold to if you're going to have a biblical view of God, a biblical view of the Trinity. And that is that there is unity, that they're all one in essence. If you don't have unity, you have polytheism or tritheism, that there are many gods that contradicts the scripture. Deuteronomy 6.4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. We are monotheists. Okay, We believe there's one God. By the way, it's not a contradiction to say there is one God who reveals himself in three persons. It's a contradiction to say there's three persons who are one persons. The Bible doesn't teach that. Okay, it teaches not just unity, but distinction. Um, if you don't have uh, distinction, you have modalism, which gets to one of the more common errors that sometimes teachers use to try and explain the Trinity to other people. They'll use silly analogies like um, Neapolitan ice cream, the strawberry chocolate and vanilla, though it's one block. Um, it depends on where you're digging in, okay, that what you get. Or most famously, I think, people use water. Okay, two parts hydrogen, oxygen. And depending on the environment or the condition of the world, you get either water, which is the liquid, steam, which is when it's heated in a gas form, or the solid when it's cold. And that lends to itself to modalism, that God is uh, only one, but he sometimes manifests as the Son, manifests as the Spirit, or as the Father you know, in heaven, whatever that would look like. I prefer the three-leaf clover analogy. There's another right. one. Yeah. Okay, excellent. That is a false teaching and confusing about a biblical view. Unity, number one. Diversity, number two. Equality, number three. If you don't have equality, it lends itself to subordinationism, which you find in Mormonism, which we did a real truth real quick, and we talked about our Mormons Christians. Mormons deny the Trinity. And so they deny the central teaching of the Bible. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses teach subordinationism, which that the Son is not the Father in essence. Okay, We agree that the Son is not the Father in person, but we say he is very God of very God. Why do we say that, Rick? Because that's what the scriptures teach. Yeah. In John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. We know in Genesis 1, it says, Let us make Man in our image, okay? In the image of God, he created a male and female, which gets us to the one analogy that God does give us that we do have that suggests some mystical truth that God wants us to know, okay? Um, and that analogy is in marriage, specifically Christian marriage. We did a Real Truth Real Quick, which I would encourage people to go watch, called Should Women Submit to Men? Yep. And uh, their answer, our answer might surprise them. Okay, but go look at it. What I would tell them is this. Uh, the Father 
and the Son have a love and mutually exalting relationship, even as the Spirit. The Spirit of truth exalts the Son. The Son said, I'm going to send you something better than me, which is the Spirit. The Father says, I'm going to give the Son the name above all names. The Son says, uh, the Father is greater than I. I don't do anything unless he asks me. I do it by the power of the Spirit. There is, there is submission. There is love. There is community. There is unity in the Trinity. Okay, And that's why people who know God should be unified and loving and, um, and seeking community with one another. It is the mark of God's very presence, okay? And in marriage, Christian marriage, where you have a man who knows it's his role to lead and not his rank, he loves and serves his wife, who willingly, though she is equal in essence, distinct from the husband, and is one with him. For this cause, a man shall leave his mother and father, shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. There's a mystery there. How do the two of you that are distinct get along so well? Answer, I live to honor her. Answer, I live and follow willingly this man who gives himself for me. So in Christian marriage done correctly, you see a mystery. How do those two get along? Answer, by the enabling of the Spirit as man is reconciled to God through his Son so the Spirit of the Father can dwell in us and we can be at peace even as God has eternally been at peace with himself. Awesome. As we close, I got to ask you one question. Yeah. Can you be a Christian and deny the Trinity, not believe in the Trinity? Yeah, uh, no, because it's a, a core essential of the faith. It is part of the faith once and for all delivered to the saints. So uh, what I would say is if you ask yourself, well, I don't really think I understand the Trinity. I, again, this is something that we're trying to give you uh, biblical truth revealed in a real quick, real way that you can know about unity, diversity, and essence. That, that, that's a de definition of the Trinity. But to completely understand it, none of us do. We take the revelation of God. But to deny that the Son is, the, is God, deny that the Spirit is of the Father, and deny that the Father is God uh, is to deny the faith. Gotcha. That's good stuff. And that's helpful. Thank you, Todd. Well, hey, we're going to put some links to some additional resources, a sermon that we that uh, Todd did on this in the show notes. You can find those on realtruthrealquick.com. If you're watching this video on YouTube, you can find those links in our show description. Also, if you find these videos helpful, right above you, you'll see a little link that says subscribe now. Click that link, subscribe, and you'll get our weekly videos every week in your email. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.